This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Raiders! Oakland, LA, Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride! Here we go! miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano, at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most seamless, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. Raiders! Oakland! Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano, at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win.
What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what I hope will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 204 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave, uh, or otherwise known as my bonus room, as the kids call it. Um, appreciate everybody joining us live on the YouTube tonight. There are uh, a lot of uh, folks in the chat room, the best chat room in all of Raider Nation, the best community uh, out there when it comes to uh, the, the podcasting community, if you ask me. But I'm, I'm of, of course, a little biased, but it's a great chat room. And if uh, you're listening to the audio version of our podcast, we absolutely appreciate you. Uh, but if you ever get a chance to check out the YouTube at youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave and jump in there with uh, members of Raider Nation that populate that chat, I promise you, you will have a good time in there. Uh, they're funnier than we are. They know more about football than I do. Um, they're just, they're absolutely incredible chat and appreciate everyone. Kill Jadis is in there. Uh, Ron the Materator, of course, holds it down in there. So if you start to get loose, any Chiefs fans or anybody starts getting a little mouthy in there, Ron drops the band hammer on you and you're out of there. Um, Kevin the Raider Nerd holding it down. We're going to talk to Kevin the Raider Nerd here in just a minute. Salvador Flores. Michelle Sweat had a, uh, an opportunity to have lunch with Michelle today. Uh, me and Swag Jeff did, and uh, great to uh, uh, see her in the chat room as always. And I got something from Michelle for you all tonight. Um, let's see who else is in there. Tyrone Graves is in there. Jesse Rosales is in there. Fade to Black. He says, "What's good, Murph? What's up, Fade to Black? Appreciate you joining us in here tonight." Uh, Raider Kojo. He says, "That's an awesome show you did with Captain Jack and Graphic. Thank you very much. Had a great time, uh, and I'm going to talk about that uh, appearance here in just a little bit." Uh, Bial is in there. Uh, Rev Raider, long time no see, Rev Raider, and uh, Lalo Meloso is in there as well. So appreciate everybody that's uh, that's jumped in there. Of course, Aaron the Q Dog Raider now is in there. Lee B. Great, great stuff, and great to hear from you, uh, Raider Nation, and look forward to chatting some, with some Raider football uh, tonight. We got, as usual, so much to get to. Go figure, it's freaking the end of May, and there's Raider news galore, so we're going to get to a lot of Raider news coming up, but again, uh, before we jump into that, if you haven't yet, subscribe to the channel, please. Hit the bell, as the kids say. Give us the thumbs up. Like the video. Share it on your socials. Help us get the word out about Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, because what the, what the, the more attention we get, the more ad revenue we get, uh, the more just everything that we get. And uh, that generates money. And when we get money, we give it away. So whether that's your direct donations, that's Super Chat, that's raffles that we do, anything ever that we do that generates revenue, we give that money away. And most recently with the Blitnikoff Foundation, uh, that we were so happy to partner with. And then also we have upcoming the Greater Youth Sports Association. So know that 100% of your effort and uh, or donations around this show uh, goes to benefit great causes. And that goes through the One Nation Foundation, which of course we founded with our good buddy Raider Cody. So uh, that's about all the self-promotion I have for you tonight, except for one more thing. So we started when we hit the 3,000 subscriber mark. We decided that the next 300, we were going to select one person at random and give a jersey away. Well, we're right at the end. Help! Let's get rid of this thing this week, man. Okay, so here's the Nike Elite jersey, right? It's the Josh Jacobs Nike. There you go. So those of you on the audio podcast, you can see there. It's the it's the you know the official freaking Nike Elite jersey. There's the price tag on it. You can see, and it's sewn and stitched, and it's a freaking awesome jersey. And with that awesome jersey, I'm also going to send you this. I'm going to send you a inaugural season Las Vegas Raiders patch. So if you're of one of the last 280 subscribers to the channel or one of the next 20, I'm going to send you that jersey and this patch. So subscribe. 
Make up a new email address. I don't care. If you're already subscribed to the show, subscribe with another email. Everybody's got 800 emails nowadays. So just get a subscribe in there, and I will select somebody random from the next uh, 20 and the previous 280, a 1 in 300 shot. That's pretty damn good to get a free jersey, and I'll ship it to you. And uh, we appreciate all your support around here for what we do at Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so um, here at the top of the show, our good buddy Swag Jeff, who's not here tonight. It's just me. It's a podcast selfie. Uh, my co-host Swag Jeff uh, takes our episode number and ties it back to something significant within Raider Nation. And so this week, being at episode number 204, let's check in with our buddy Swag Jeff and see what he's got. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy Swag Jeff coming at you with episode number 204 of Raiders Fan Radio. Every week, Swag Jeff takes a significant moment in Raider history and relates it back to the episode number. In this episode, number 204, we got to go all the way back to 1966. And, of course, we're talking about everyone's favorite running back, Clem Daniels. Uh, it was an all-pro season that year. In 14 games, Clem Daniels ran for 801 yards and seven touchdowns and averaged 3.9 yards per carry. If you do the math there... Clem Daniels ran the ball 204 times. Have a great show. All right. Appreciate that, Swag Jeff. And uh, that 204 celebrating the great temp, Clem Daniels. Uh, yeah, let's do that for a second. Clem Daniels, who sadly we lost in 2019, amongst many now of the like the Raider greats from the 60s and 70s. These guys are getting up there, and sadly we're, we're losing some of them. And so let's celebrate Clem real quick. Uh, Clem was one of the first dynamic playmakers ever for the Raiders. So Jeff mentioned in 1966 there, um, he had a great season in a 14-game season. But listen to this. In 1963, this is still a 14-game season, not only did Clem Daniels rush for 1,100 yards and three touchdowns, but Clem Daniels had 685 yards receiving and five more touchdowns. Like, this is back in 1963. This is in the early days of the Raiders, the early days of the AFL. This is, like, far from the dynamic passing offenses and things that we see nowadays. Far from guys like Marshall Falk or whatever. This was the prototype of that. This is something that, you know, the Raiders, Al Davis crafted, and, and Clem Daniels' talent and dedication to football uh, allowed him to become one of the most prolific and, again, early on dynamic players in the league. Clem was incredible. So let's uh, let's check in with some of Clem's teammates. You're going to hear a lot of greats in this. You're going to hear guys like Raymond Chester and whatnot kind of rhapsodize about Clem. And uh, so let's take a minute just remember his life. And thank you, Swag Jeff, for bringing up Clem Daniels, one of the guys that we don't talk about enough here on Raiders Fan Radio. There wasn't anybody like Clem and Daniels. I don't think there's anything Clem Daniels couldn't do on a football field. He was Raiders' first great playmaker. He could run. He could catch. His pass-catching skill was unbelievable. He was a really good football player. When a guy is that talented and has that kind of heart and then that kind of smarts, I mean, that's the total package, man. He became the essence of this team. Clem Daniels is a loyal friend. Clem Daniels, I respect a lot. Clem Daniels would play the game on one leg if he could. You know, just the heart of a lion. Just a one hell of a ball player and one hell of a guy. He is as highly respected as a citizen as anybody I know. He loves the Raiders and he loves being part of the organization. 
He was etched in stone to be a Raider for life. His whole life has been one of accepting responsibility to just be exemplary as a man. I look at Clem Daniels and I look how beautiful of a man he is. And whenever I see Clem Daniels, I always call him the great one. You know, what does Clem Daniels mean to me? He's my brother. He's a friend, he's a mentor, he's a confidant. Just the kind of man you want your son to grow up like. I think everybody that knows him, especially everybody in the Raider family, feels pretty much the same way. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard (laughs) as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right. Appreciate everybody joining us tonight for episode number 204 of Raiders Fan Radio. So many good folks in the chat. See a lot of good, uh, uh, of our, a lot of our uh, good friends have been around for a while, and I see a lot of new names in there. I appreciate all the what's ups t- uh, to me. For anybody that's new to the show, my name is Murph. This is a thing that I do. I normally don't do this by myself. I try not to. Uh, we usually have uh, one or two or sometimes three other folks here in the fan cave. Just me tonight. Uh, but uh, it's, it's myself, my uncle uh, Mosh, who's my real life uncle, my best friend. And Swag Jeff, who's not here tonight, and then occasionally we'll get our good buddy from down the road from Domenico's Deli, our, our buddy Jeff Murphy, who uh, uh, came up as the all-time Alameda High School passing leader, and then went on to play at Laney College in Oakland, and uh, and then for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Uh, and speaking of Jeff, Jeff Murphy, he will be back next week along with Swag Jeff, and Jeff Murphy is bringing his sister with him. Now, why is that significant to Raider Nation? Because his sister, his, her name is Michelle. She was the Raiderette of the year in 2014. So uh, we'll, we'll uh, good, good chance uh, to talk to her and kind of pick her brain about what it's like being a Raiderette and what it was like being in the Oakland Coliseum and, and, uh, and rooting on uh, the Raiders. Uh, so that'll be a really interesting conversation with Michelle. Uh, that'll be the first time we get a chance to meet her. Of course, we know Jeff really, really well. Jeff's been here. This will be his fifth time here in the Fan Cave. So look forward to catching up with Jeff and his sister, Michelle, and appreciate uh, her coming on with us next week. All right. Um, so, yeah, so in the chat room there tonight, I mentioned it's the best chat room in Raider Nation. A lot of what's ups from folks. Uh, Jeffrey Aguayo is in there. Appreciate Jeff. Like we needed another Jeff. If you can't tell, we have usually two Jeffs here in the cave and then 75,000 Jeffs in the chat room. So another Jeff there. So appreciate you. Um, 
Uh, Jeff, Adam Hill is in there tonight. Appreciate you, Adam Hill. Raider Critique, our buddy, is in there. Franklin83, Sebastian is in there. What's up, Sebastian? Raider Rich is in there. Uh, so many good folks. We appreciate you and uh, all the support that you give us here at Raiders Fan Radio. Silver and Blacksmith says, I'm not Jeff. Okay, well, that's good. You and me both, buddy. Okay, so that makes two of us. We can slow down on the dang Jeffs. All right, so um, at the t- oh, my gosh. Las Vegas RF says, I'm a Jeff also. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I'm telling you, we could we could just do Jeff Raider Jeff fan radio around here and have fantastic ratings. Like I, it's it's crazy. Jeff is legion. Aaron the Q Dog Raider says. Um, all right, so at the top of the show, uh, we typically do respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout outs. Nothing wrong with those things, but uh, you know we're Italian. We like to give a little bit of respect. So to start off, I want to give respect to our good friend of the show, Kevin the Raider Nerd. Kevin, the Raider nerd, uh, was recently out in Las Vegas and sent us some pictures of him wearing our gear, our shirts, in front of Allegiant Stadium, our Tales from the Nation shirt, and um, and uh, just our regular Raiders fan radio shirt, and appreciated him uh, doing that. And so we'll put those pictures up on our socials, and you get a chance to see him. But also, um, speaking of Kevin, here he is. He's got some breaking news. Call. Nope. Is it there? Voicemail. Press two. Okay, let's see if we can get him in here. Kevin! What's up, Murph? How's it going? It's going good, brother. How you doing? I am doing great. It's good to be on RFR Live. Well, it's always good to have you, my friend, and thank you for jumping in here, man. Thank you for jumping on tonight. You bet. First first of all, I just want to say I'm not going to curse. Yeah, don't, (laughs) because I got no bleep button live. I got to do that on 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 the after, on the post show. I, I, want, I wanted to apologize uh, for that uh, voicemail I left a few weeks ago. I just want to say it seems like, as of lately, the Raiders are turning me into a uh, a bitter old man because <laughs> you know things haven't gone quite the way that we want, and I've been very frustrated with the draft, just like many other Raider fans. So I'm going to be careful and uh, hopefully not become the bitter old man, but to quote Isaiah Bradley from The Falcon and Winter Soldier, if you ain't bitter, you blind. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. Love it. Well, it's a good thing uh, we've got good things like Falcon and Winter Soldier to save us in the in, in Nerdville because the Star Wars movies let us down. Um, but anyways, but everybody wants to hear some Raider talk. That's what folks come to Raiders Fan Radio for. So, Kevin, first off, thank you very much for uh, representing this show uh, on your most recent trip to Allegiant Stadium and your tour. But a couple things. Number one, we want to hear from you about your tour but you've got some breaking news like fresh like as of an hour and a half ago about the new version of the black hole tell us about that kevin yes uh you know we were always you guys were speculating uh last week or so whether there was going to be a new black hole and you know we, we were encouraged to just keep an open mind about how vegas was going to be treating raider fans and also how you know, Raider fans were going to be represented at Allegiant Stadium. And uh, um, our good friend Gorilla Rilla just posted on his social media that he has acquired uh, his, uh, basically his season tickets for the uh, front row um, at one of the end zones. It's the one that has the regular seats, not the other end that has all of the party seats. And uh, he took pictures of it, and he put that famous sign up saying the black hole, the most notorious fans in the world. And so uh, he is starting the cause for a new black hole there. Ah, okay. So I don't, I yeah. So that that's good news. Uh, I was hoping this would happen, and you know when 
when the stadium was coming together, you know, I know that he had gone out there as kind of like an ambassador because if there is one super fan, it is definitely him. So it's nice that they uh, listened to him and he got his tickets. So uh, look for a black hole, a new black hole at Allegiant Stadium. That is so cool. Yeah, it's one in one A when it comes to uh, Raider super fans. It's, uh, of course, Gorilla Rilla and then the great Wayne Mabry, Violator. And so that's great to hear that they have uh, kind of like the first, uh, you know, announcement around this and the first, like, that's a, gr- that's a really cool way for the Raiders to kind of let this thing unfold. And I think that's what's cool about that, Kevin. And I want to know what your thoughts are. This is a cool way for it to be organic. Like one of the things that I was so, I, I don't say worried about, but one of the things that I was considering, uh, being a Raider fan and loving what Oakland was and what the, you know, just the, just the whole nature of our place in the Oakland Coliseum was, one of the things I was worried about was that and I said it again. One of the things I was considering was that when we, uh, you know, land in Las Vegas and we go to the stadium, I don't think we wanted a manufactured thing. I don't pretend to be Oakland. Just be Vegas, and then we'll figure the rest out. Well, that kind of sounds like what they're doing, right? Like they're not like fabricating a black hole and going, okay, here's the new black hole. They're allowing the guys and girls that formed the black hole and built that thing into what it is, allowing them to then take it up. Is that what your kind of your take is on it, Kevin? Exactly. I mean, it, this is its own way going organically, but if you really think about it, this stadium is the Raider stadium. It's a black hole by itself, <laughs> you know? So everyone is basically part of the black hole, but if you want to be part of that notorious black hole, it will be represented there. Thanks to a gorilla Rilla. Um, we're just going to have a Vegas flair to it. And being in Vegas just recently, like I said, the first time that I went there and you were there uh, last year, Murph, against the Monday night game against the Saints, that town is hungry for football, and they've embraced the Raiders. Right on, man. That is awesome, awesome news. Anything else you want to share with us before we, uh, before we let you go about just kind of about the overall, your, give us your, your high-level view of like what the stadium was like and watching, walking through those halls, man. Uh, if you have an opportunity to take that stadium tour, I highly recommend it. There was a couple of different ticket tiers. We did the more expensive one, which is about 80 bucks, and that included a free drink at the end, and you get to hang out and then get some other food and such. Uh, but it was really good. And the big question was, how was I going to do this? What was I going to wear? I said, you know what? I got to go full Raider Mandalorian, my, my Raider nerd costume. So I went full costume. My buddy Dan did his with the Stormtrooper outfit. And I'll tell you right now, costumes are encouraged there okay and the staff loves it and the guy there's several people that do the tours and the guy that did our tour was great he knew his raider history which was even better and he was a huge star wars fan and i just want to say people were kind of wondering like can you wear costumes at this stadium because like other costume other stadiums don't allow you to cover their face well i can tell you right now they've been encouraging people to dress up to go on these tours so i don't see a reason why as long as you pass through security which is fine you should be good to go to dress up any way that you want of course it being safe to you and the fans around you as for the tour oh my god this thing was awesome dude we got to go through a lot of really cool things we got to go uh through the uh the raiders um uh you know locker room but also you were talking about the raiderette that you're going to be interviewing next week you got to go through the raiderette room as well Oh, here it is. Uh, I just I'm I'm scrolling through your Facebook as we're as you're talking here. There's the Raiderette room right there. 
Oh, wow. That's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, it's, it's great. And, and they have a history, an area right before you go into the Raider room, a history of the Raiderettes and all the different costumes that they used to wear from way back in the 60s. A lot of them were donated by former Raiderettes. And they have them on these mannequins. And they have all these old pictures of the original Raiderettes. It was really, really cool. That they showed is cool. us this great. They showed us these great suites for like the high rollers, you know, that have their own butler and catered rooms. And there's a whole area for them to congregate together at a big, huge bar. And when the Raiders are ready to hit the field, they run right by you. And so you get to see them and cheer them on if you have one of those, uh, um, one of those, uh, I guess, those suites. We also got to go to Mark Davis's suite. Yeah, there you go. That was, that was a picture of me in front of the That's freaking cool right there, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We went to the press room. You got to get pictures up in the press. Mark Davis's suite is one of the best. I'll tell you that right now. We weren't allowed to sit in the chairs, but I did put my ba- baby Yoda there and take a picture, which was really cool. I love this um, one. Are you and baby Yoda at the shield, dude, in the middle of the field? That's epic, bro. Yeah, they let you down on the sh- uh, down on the uh, um, they let you da- down on the uh, um, the field. And two things, by the way, the field is actually three fields there. The one that I'm on is the kind of show field. They don't play games on that. Then there's the real grass field that comes in, and then when um, this, the college team plays there, they play on a separate turf. So there's three different turfs there, just so you know. Uh, so that was really cool. And also, the Allegiant Stadium is the only stadium in the NFL where the teams come out at the 50-yard line, not the end zone. So we thought oh, that was nice. really cool. Yeah. And we actually got to leave the area. We got to leave the uh, – Raiders dressing room the way they would and go on to the field onto the game and there is this little superstition thing you are not allowed when you're inside even players players know this when you're inside the uh, um, dressing room and locker room you're not allowed to stand on the shield you have to walk around it right on man i love it i love it that is so cool kevin well thank you for the update brother uh thank you also too for not only representing our show not only for the update but always the incredibly kind donations uh that you give to us and uh and all the support that you've given raiders fan radio over the years um let's shout out to kevin's uh uh, his podcast network is the fandom podcast network. If you ever want to check out anything that is, uh, uh, you know, of any genre related, Kevin's got a show for it. And so thank you, Kevin, for being such a good friend of, to us here at Raiders fan radio. And appreciate the update, man. Thanks for having me on And by the way, just one last thing. I sure. did get a chance to have dinner at the new Raiders bar and grill at the M restaurant. Oh yeah. And I'm actually look, yeah, I'm actually looking at the food was great, by the way, great menu. This place is huge. It's like a museum on its own, has its own little Raider store in there as well. If you want to buy some swag, but I would highly recommend that if you plan on going to Las Vegas, try to get there. If you can't get into the stadium during game time, Look at making reservations there because they got TVs everywhere and the oh, place is large. Right on. So one man. last tip. Have fun and and thanks again for having me on, Murph. This has been a blast. Absolutely, brother. Always great to talk to you, Kevin. Have a good night. All right. See you. See you, bud. All right. There he is, Kevin the Raider Nerd. Appreciate Kevin the Raider Nerd with always, man, with the incredible support, great stories. And uh, yeah, again, we'll put those pictures up on our socials. And uh, as you get a chance to check it out. All right. So speaking of the black hole, so let's give respect to God. Uh, I want to give respect to um, 
Las Vegas News Channel 13 because they featured uh, Black Hole Las Vegas president uh, Cisco on the, the news. And so I got a little audio clip for you from that. This is really cool. So let's check in with uh, Channel 13. And uh, where's the dang thing? Here it is. Channel 13, uh, Las Vegas, and our buddy Cisco from the Black Hole Vegas. The action pack, but I want to talk about that week one matchup here. The Raiders hosting the Baltimore Ravens on Monday Night Football at Allegiant Stadium. You're only going to be able to catch that here on Channel 13. And the Raiders have said that they hope to fill Allegiant Stadium at 100% capacity for home games this season. Now, if that is the case, then week one would be the first Raiders game with fans in the stands since Allegiant Stadium opened up last year. And earlier today, I spoke with a longtime Raiders fan. He's a member of the Black Hole. Just to get his thoughts on fans filling Allegiant Stadium for the first time in that big Monday Night matchup with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Our defense is going to be tested. Gus Bradley is going to have his work cut out for him. You know, I mean, they, Lamar Jackson, I mean, come on. I mean, they got to contain that guy. Man, I, the Raider Nation is excited uh, getting that in that stadium. I mean, we got to see it from a distance on TV, but to actually be in your seat with the nation, screaming our butts off. It's, it's going to be uh, uh, words from my man, Double G. It's going to be an epic night. Epic night. Like I said, the Raiders-Ravens week one matchup is the only uh, game that we had confirmed earlier this morning. Again, we just got the full schedule. It's been fun breaking it down. Can you tell I'm excited for football? <laughs> I've been re- all right, there we go. There's always the nerdy news guy that always has to ruin a good segment. You know, How do you tell I'm nervous for, I'm ready for football? Like, come on, dude. Take it easy. All right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I won't be on channel 13 news after comments like that. But anyways, uh, so to continue on with our respect, I got a couple more for you. Uh, I want to give respect to Mikey Raider. Appreciate Mikey. My good friend, Mikey Raider. Uh, one of my, you know, just great friends. There's uh, great friendships that has come from this podcast game. And of course we used to do a show around here called Mondays with Mikey and Murph. Uh, Mikey had reached out to me this past week and he's got some stuff settled down. And so we're going to, we're going to fire that show back up. Uh, for those of you that have listened to this channel for long enough, you know that we do more than just Raiders fan radio. And Mondays with Mikey and Murph, uh, honestly, at one point in time, was the most popular thing that we did around here. And so uh, we're going to kick that thing back up soon. And so appreciate Mikey and congratulations on um, on all of his uh, growth that he's had lately. And look forward to hearing from him uh, very soon. And speaking of Mikey, he's going to be later on tonight on Graphic Raiders channel. And uh, so check out Mikey. He'll be on there with also a good friend of ours, Watts Raider and in uh, the uh, Oakland Knight. And I want to give respect to Graphic. He had me on last week. I know a lot of the new folks um, that are in our chat room tonight. Uh, you got kind of hip to what we do around here based on my appearance on Graphic's channel last week. And, uh, you know, have uh, really always enjoyed meeting other content creators um we just we've formed like a a friendship you know of a group of us that that do this stuff that do this raider content and uh and it's always nice to meet the the newer uh you know folks that are coming up and doing raider content and graphic is uh well two two things i gotta tell you i I did a thing with raider honcho during the draft super cool guy also relatively new and then graphic uh did a thing with him last week both those guys excellent excellent guys if you're not subscribed to their channels go out and do it right now they don't need our help they're already bigger than what we do, but they are fantastic, good, good ambassadors to Raider Nation. And, uh, and so, yeah, give, give Graphic some love uh, later on tonight when he goes on with Mikey and, uh, and our other good friends. So 
we appreciate him and appreciate them. All right, one more bit of respect, and then we're going to kick in to, to the OTAs talk. Um, and also, for those of you that are new to the channel, usually about the first 30 minutes, we're kind of doing some in-house stuff, kind of self-referential stuff. A lot of times just celebrating what we do around here in terms of like, not us, but like our community of Raider fans. Uh, but then we'll get into the Raider talk and we'll talk about the Raiders for the next hour. Um, so, uh, but one last I want to get to, one last bit of respect, and I got to reach down over here. So for those of you that, that can see the fan cam, for those of you watching on the, on the, on the fan cam, you can see this pirate ship right here. This pirate ship I have in front of my desk, that was made by our good friend, Michelle Sweat. Uh, Michelle Sweat made that pirate ship for uh, us here in the cave. She does an incredible artwork. Uh, it's inclined to improvise. You can find her on Instagram. Well, Mich we got this incredible response from everybody on that ship about just you know pictures of it and whatnot. Everybody ran and raved about it. So Michelle said, I'm going to do one more so you can then auction it off for the foundation. So... When I met Michelle for lunch today, she gave us this. This is the new pirate ship. So this is, we're going to auction this off. So we're going to do this as an open auction. That's what we did last year for the Compton jersey, the autographed Compton jersey. So if you want to get in on this, just send me an email. Murph at RaidersFanRadio.com. That's M-U-R-F at RaidersFanRadio.com. And, uh, and just, just tell me how, mu how much you want to put in for the, for the auction. We'll just do it like silent auction style. That's what we did last year with that jersey, and it went really, really well. So if you want in on this thing, I'll cover shipping. I know it's going to be, um, uh, you know, it's going to be a, a few bucks to ship this thing because it's so big, but I'll handle the shipping on it. You just make a bid on it. You just send me an email. Tell me how much you want to put in on this. It's got, you see the three years for the Raiders Super Bowl. It's got the badge. It's got the autumn wind on here. Let's see if I can do this with the camera. You can see there's, there's the autumn wind. It's got this really cool pirate skull with the year 60 in it, this sword and all these pendants and stuff. This thing's badass, man. And so um, anyway, so, so uh, throw us a, a, a bid on it. And, uh, and, and then we'll just kind of take the highest one and we'll just kind of talk it through, uh, over the email. Again, we did it last year and it worked to uh, great success. So thank you, Michelle. Thank you for all your hard work that you put into, uh, incredible artwork like that. Everything around us back here, around me back here and everything in the fan cave, like 95% of it is stuff that has been sent to us and created by members of Raider nation. And that's my favorite kind of, uh, of, of mementos. You see, we also got our new RFR lives sign up here that was made by jeff murphy's wife um you know this back here was from our buddy um uh, uh our, our, our buddy paul in shropshire mississippi this is from ron this is from monster mash ken this is from king louis like we just got stuff i got stuff from ruben over there ruben over here like we just it's great man so anyways love what raider nation does with your talents one of my favorite things about raider nation is what you do with your fandom whether you're a content creator making podcasts, whether you're making music, whether you're making art, whether you're making whatever it is that you're making, cutting up videos, like whatever it is that you're doing with your fandom, absolutely, we want to always celebrate you around here because you know what? I think I love Raider Nation more than I love the Raiders. And I freaking love the Raiders, but I love Raider Nation, man. It truly is a, a family. It is La Familia, and we always want to lift each other up around that. And things like that, like from Michelle, a donation like that for us to auction off to give to a great charity and great causes, that's, that's absolutely all the respect in the world to you, Michelle. Thank you so very, very much. And um, so, yeah, without further ado, let's go ahead and hit a couple breaks here, and then we're going to jump into talking OTAs. 
Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raider. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, appreciate you, Raider Nation. Actually, let me shout out the chat real quick. Uh, Big Easy is in there. Uh, Freddie is in there. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Tider Raider. Two-Tone is in there. Uh... Franklin 83, Michelle Sweat, uh, Mike is in there. I think it was Neezer. I think we, uh, Mike's got that great last name uh, with a lot of letters in it <laughs> and a lot of Z's. And I think we, if we, if I remember right, it's Mike Neezer. Uh, uh, Big Shane is in there. What's up, Big Shane? Lalo Meloso, Kill Jadis is in there. Uh, Ron the Materator, of course, holding it down. Uh, Sonny Jeffers, appreciate you, Sonny, uh, for being, wow. Sonny, man, we hadn't heard from you in a minute. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you jumping in the chat tonight. Love it when we see folks we hadn't heard from in a minute. Uh, thank you so much. Double Nine is in there. Uh, Lee B is in there. Uh, Tider Raider is in there, of course. Uh, appreciate you, Tider Raider. Appreciate the donation earlier. Thank you so much for that. Miguel Ruiz is in there. Lee B, Sebastian. Man, so many great folks in there. And, uh, and so appreciate you. Also, too, I should mention, that channel graphic raider it's docs ent so i just i think i saw somebody mention that it's docs ent is where you can find uh mikey and graphic and those guys later on tonight and then i believe raider honcho is just raider honcho uh okay let's talk about otas so otas uh you know they're not voluntary they're not uh, mandatory otas these are voluntary ota voluntary otas but you always want to see as many players as possible show up for these things clearly um, you don't want to be Aaron Rodgers and all the receivers and not show up. Uh, but the Raiders had a pretty good turnout. They had 83 players out of 89 invites to OTAs, 89 players that are currently on the roster. And so that is pretty solid. Um, you know, it's still basketball shorts and helmets. Like it's just a step above really the combine. Like you can't get really like too excited about it. But I think that for us as fans, what's cool is to see the players in motion, to see the numbers that have changed, to see, you know, the guys coming out of the tunnels, the guys just, you know, talking to the camera, that kind of stuff. I think that's exciting for us as fans because it's like the first glimpse into the next season. Like the draft is one thing, of course, but this is more like a tangible representation of what we're going to see at OTAs, right? And so I'm, I'm, you know, and so as a fan, I think that's that's really cool. But there's not really a lot of takeaways you can have in terms of like performance or like anything like that, um, you know. But anyways, but it's it's all about just like getting the guys together. You know, I always love seeing like their OTA activities, like whether they go bowling or whether they you know golf or you know play basketball or do whatever. Like those things are always pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so anyways, but the, like, I think the kind of the gist of it at this point is starting to put in work, you know, starting to, starting to build that chemistry, starting to gel and, uh, you know, just get better every day. Uh, when I, when I coached my kids who are, one of them has grown now and the other one is all is getting there quick at 15. Um, but when, when I coached them, one of the sayings that we always had was, you know, you want to be better today than you were 
yesterday and you want to be better tomorrow than you were today. And as long as you're consistently getting better and you're constantly on a track of improvement, that's all you can ask for. And then, you know, the scoreboards take care of themselves. As long as you're working on becoming the best version of you that possibly can be, and you know, your job, you understand what, you know, your role is with the team that that's all. That's what, that's what matters. You got solid mechanics, you know, whatnot, like that's what matters. If you do those things, right, the scoreboard handles itself. So it's all about getting better every day. And that's the message behind this first OTA video that came out for the Raiders was just to get 1% better every single day. And now this is cool. A lot of it is just, you know, grunting and running and slamming and stuff like that. But it's cool. Cause I just like the first like sounds of football. And it's like the kind of the sounds of the game thing. So a few audio clips in here or, or verbal clips in here, but a lot of it's just like football itself. And so anyways, I'm gonna play it. Cause I think it's cool. I hope you guys, I hope you guys do too. First practice with them helmets on. Let's get it back. First day, man. Time to get better. One percent better every day. That's it. I'm back. That's pretty cool, man. Like I said, I just I just dig hearing football, man. I, I love it, and I always like you can you can really hear the speed of the game with some of the even on something like that. Even though they're in shorts and freaking like throwing medicine balls or whatever, like you can still like hear it. Uh, it's pretty cool. So, um, one of the players that I'm stoked about this year, and I think really should be poised and is poised to take a jump. Uh, and I think based on the defensive changes is what's going to the coaching changes is what's going to allow him to take a jump is um, I'm looking forward to seeing what Nick Kwiatkowski will do. You know, last offseason we signed Corey Littleton, and we were really excited about Corey Littleton, especially when you could, you know, watch what he did in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady and in coverage against Gronk and whatnot. Like, he was incredible. Um, but I think a little bit of that got lost because of, you know, the defensive regime that we were under, under Paul Gunther. And uh, so I think that Corey Littleton will definitely uh, is poised to take a jump. But point being, though, is that he was the guy we were all excited about. And then, oh, yeah, we signed this guy, Nick Kwiatkowski, too. Quit. I always want to say that. Quit. Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski. So we signed Nick Kwiatkowski, too. And not as an afterthought. Like, I think we all were excited about the guy as a player, but we really didn't know a lot about him. He didn't have flashy highlights against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, right? So... It was interesting where it was like, okay, well, when this guy was on the field in relief for like Roquan Smith last or two years ago, right? He looked great, but it wasn't like it wasn't his job. It wasn't like we got a commanding starting linebacker. But that said, I think we're all looking for him to make a big jump under Bradley's defense. And not just Murph thinks that, but I almost hesitate to say this. I'm going to get a, I'm sure, a hypocrisy comment here. Pro Football Focus says that he's going to be great. 
hard pause there because I take a run at pro football focus all the time, especially their criticism of Jonathan Abram, which I think is bold. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think that Jonathan Abram, you can measure by numbers. That's not the kind of player he is. So you can't measure him with the way that they measure players. So I don't think that it's always applicable. That said, let's go ahead and check in with PFF because I think after reading this, so I'll give them props. If I'm gonna, I'll give them respect because if I'm going to take a run at them when they do stuff that I think is stupid, I'll give them respect when I think they do things that are cool. And this isn't just because they criticize one guy over here and so I'm going to lash out at them and then they're going to compliment a guy over here and I'm going to celebrate him. I just think that this, ver- this reason that they're celebrating him makes sense. Where when they criticize Jonathan Abram, it really doesn't make sense. It's like trying to gauge heart. Like, whatever. There ain't no analytics around that. Analytics will tell you they can do that, but common sense tells you you can't. Anyways, so all that said, I'm going to read this to you. Heading into the 2020 offseason, the Raiders made it a priority to upgrade linebacker. They went out and signed two proven veterans in Kwiatkowski, Kwiatkowski and Corey Littleton. The belief was Littleton would step up and be the team's best, but that wasn't the case. By far, their best linebacker in 2020 was Kwiatkowski as he thrived in coverage. While he's not the best run defender in the world, his ability to play in space is what makes him so valuable. In a recent uh, 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 evaluation by Sam Monson of Pro Football Focused, He ranked the top 32 linebackers heading into the 2021 season. Kwiatkowski made an appearance inside the top 20 at number 18. That's pretty good. You know, in the top 32 linebackers, considering that this didn't like, this wasn't like just middles or just whatever. Like this is linebackers. So to be number 18 out of all of the linebackers, and I'm assuming it's stand-up linebackers in some sort. You're not counting the pass rushers or what in a three, four or whatnot. But anyways, but here's what he said. One of the most successful player acquisitions the Raiders have made under the current regime, Nick Kwiatkowski, isn't a spectacular linebacker, but he's a very good one who is consistently underrated throughout the league. He has surrendered just one touchdown in coverage in the past two seasons, or in each of the past two seasons, so two and two. So the hope is that Littleton can return to his Pro Bowl form. The Raiders, or if he does, the Raiders could have one of the better linebacking cores in all of football. How about that? That's what I'm talking about. Because it's been since Kirk Morrison, Robert Thomas, and Thomas Howard since we had a legitimate linebacking core. Like, you remember all these days? Like, I know we tried with Rolando, but, like, we had guys like Derek Johnson bumping around here. And I know that, like, Navarro Bowman had a minute, but, like, whatever. But, like, it's been... A hot second since we had a linebacking core. And what a concept. Linebackers that could pick off passes with the regular with regularity. Now I know that like, and some people will be quick to remind me, they go, well, Kukowski picked off some passes. Yeah, but he's not Kirk Morrison. Like he's not like a lurking linebacker that like is really good at it that does it all the time. Now, granted, that could be because of the defense and whatnot, but I think that with where we have history of that rod martin three in the freaking super bowl to where we are now and have been in recent years we've fallen off so now even though nick got a couple last year it's not enough compared to what you need to be a championship defense clearly so i think nick will make that jump this year and as the article says with a developing 
Corey Littleton, not developing, but I don't know, and improving in the realm because he's already a great player. He just wasn't great last year. So we're talking about one of the best linebacking cores in football. And, oh, yeah, by the way, here's this. Nowadays, defenses, they're looking to get faster, right? You got these hybrid now players. You got guys who Tanner Muse. Oh, yeah, we forgot about him because he hurt himself. And now Divine Diablo in the draft. So you're talking about adding speed and athleticism. So guys that are not linebackers per se, they're not safeties per se, they're that middle freaking player that can you know, cover Travis Kelsey, but still be big bodied enough to play the run or whatever, right? Play close to the line of scrimmage. I think it's going to be exciting, man. I'm, I'm fired up for our linebacking core. Um, and just so just remember this clap off the article here. Kwiatkowski, Kwiatkowski isn't the flashiest linebacker in the NFL, but he gets the job done and look for him to be better, uh, even better for the 2021 season for the Raiders. And oh yeah, by the way, Happy birthday, Nick Kwiatkowski. Today's his birthday. All right, one more thing for you from OTAs. Actually, two more things real quick. Uh, It looks like the starting uh, line for us, which the much potentially maligned offensive line that's gotten so much criticism since we let Gabe Jackson go and Rodney Hudson go and Trent Brown we moved on from and whatnot. Um, I I think we're in pretty good shape. You know, so according to Raider Insider, Raider Cody, in his tweet today, which I pulled, credit where credit's due, got to cite my source, he said that in OTAs, it appears to be your starting five are Colton Miller on the left side, Richie Incognito at left guard, Andre James is your center. Denzel Good is your right guard. And rookie Alex Leatherwood is your right tackle. Look, I know we were all feeling away about Rodney Hudson and Gabe Jackson. But just remember this. You don't get to Yannick Ngakwe if you don't make some sacrifices in other places. So I think that the Raiders made a very calculated move in terms of building that line. And I'm excited about what they're doing in terms of uh, on the defense, clearly. But I th- offensive line, like, that sounds pretty damn good. Like, you know, I know, like, fair enough. And I would look, I had the same shock you did when we let Captain Rodney Hudson go. He was arguably my favorite Raider. He was the best player at his position on our whole football team. But I think that, like, okay, like, all right, like, that's not bad. Like, you see that on paper, it's not bad. And, oh, yeah, we still got Martin that can back up uh, Andre James. And, oh, yeah, even Richie Incognito can play center. Like, he's got NFL history playing center. So I think we're going to be fine. I think that starting five right there sounds pretty damn good. Brandon Parker's not even in there. Some would call him a swing tackle. And I think it was – who was it the other day that said this? I think it was Captain Jack when I was on graphics team or graphics channel said that, like, a swing tackle could also mean – like swinging doors because you just let a lot of things through. <laughs> pretty funny. But anyways, I think that sounds pretty good. And so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up for the line. I'm glad to see Incognito back. Uh, nice to see a badass like that get back. I mean, that's that, that, you know, that nastiness. You want, you want to see some nastiness on your offensive line. And that dude definitely brings it. Uh, he also has a message for Raider Nation from OTAs. This just came out a little while ago. So let's check in with Richie Incognito from OTAs, and then we're going to get into a more broad review of this offseason. What's up, Raider Nation? It's Richie Incognito, back and better than ever. Excited to uh, be back with the guys. We're out here at OTAs grinding, 
Uh, we got a lot of guys here. We're excited. Coach Gruden's pushing us. Uh, but we're forming the foundation on the 2021 Raiders. Uh, excited to uh, to be back. Excited to be around the guys, and excited to uh, start working towards the championship. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks! I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys, Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they put out a banger podcast. All right, appreciate you, Raider Nation, jumping in and joining us here. All those that are listening to us on the audio version of our show and those that are in the chat room tonight for the live YouTube show. If you ever want to join us live, it is youtube.com slash Fancave for East, no, what is it? Seven Eastern, four Pacific, usually every Wednesday night. Appreciate Ron the Mater Raider is in there. Freddie is in there. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Franklin 83, the Big Easy, Lee B, Corey Fleck, Sebastian Gonzalez, Tyrone Graves, Kill Jadis is in there. Uh, who else we got? Lee B. Uh, Esteban is in there. Tide Raider is in there. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Did I say that? Raider Critique is in there. Appreciate everybody joining us. Sir Raider is in there. Appreciate everybody joining us live for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Also, too, especially on a selfie night like this, it's hard for me to keep up with the chat. So if I miss any of your shout-outs or any of your, your props, just know that I thank you. And I always go back and read it. And so especially, like, if we get any questions or, like, whatever, like, I always go back and read through that stuff. Uh, I just It's hard for me to do the show and produce it and kind of on the fly and do all that at the same time. So, But thank you for being in there. Thank you so much. Raider Zach, I just see, uh, jumped in there. Appreciate you, Raider Zach. All right, let's get into some off-season review. Um, I love it when former Raiders – come back and support the team in a multitude of ways. Um, you got guys like Phil Villapiano that are like great storytellers. Guys like even our buddy Pete Koch, who always represents in his workout videos and whatnot. He's always wearing Raider gear. Um, but the ones that are in the media, you know, of course, guys like Marcel Reese, you know, one of my all-time favorite players right here, uh, Marcel Reese, you know, being part of the actual Raiders media team, like you know, Charles Woodson, such a huge ambassador for the Raiders, Daryl LaMonica, great storyteller. Like there's so many Raiders that, you know, Willie Brown was the ultimate uh, before his passing. He was the ultimate uh, representative of, of the Raiders. And so I just love that. And so an, uh, another guy that really I want to give respect to, and I really enjoy his content is I'm going to mess up his name, so don't kill me for it, but it's Akbar, was it Gabaja Biamila? I hope I said that close. Uh, anyways, he's an incredible analyst, really always dig his takes. I know he's in the bag for the Raiders, and look, all these guys are, just like we are as fans. They're ultimately fans now, even though they're former players. They're just fans too. So I know they're always going to give us the more you know, positive side, the Pollyanna side, but you know what? If you're looking for Raider bashing, this is the wrong channel. Like, we're not going to ever bash the Raiders around here. I get frustrated with stuff, too. And you'll hear me hoot and holler about a thing once in a while. But for the most part, we're all about lifting not only each other up, but we're trying to lift the team up, man. Like, you know, because I'm a fan. I want them to be good. 
Like, yes, Derek Carr does stuff that frustrates me at times too, but he's my quarterback, and so I'm going to root for him endlessly, and he will be my favorite quarterback in the NFL until the day he's not a Raider. And that, then that day I'll move on to the next guy. But the Raiders are my favorite team. The players that are on there, that's 79 or whatever, 80 players, 89 players that showed up today, those are my 89 favorite football players. And I support and root for each and every one of them. And so I think that's what you're hearing when you hear from guys like Akbar and Marcel Reese and whatnot. So I'm going to join in and celebrate them all. And so let's check in with, with, we'll say AGB. Let's check in with AGB and kind of his thoughts on the Raiders offseason. One of the offseason moves I'm extremely excited about is what they did on the defensive line. Yannick Ngakwe and the amount of pressure he's going to bring up front. When you look at where we were as, as the Raiders getting to the quarterback, we struggled in that department. And so I think Yannick Ngakwe being able to get off the edge, being able to create uh, not only pressure on the quarterback, but being able to get sacks. I mean, that's what we need. When you talk about playing great football, Raider football, it's about getting to the quarterback. It's about getting those interceptions and being able to give the offense that time of possession. I think the Raiders have made all the changes in the draft. They made a lot of changes during the offseason, especially shoring up that front line and the defensive line, drafted the offensive line. We're bringing in veteran speed at the wide receiver position and John Brown. So I'm pretty excited. Jacobs, we have him. I'm super proud to see how that all comes together here in this new stadium. All right. Appreciate Akbar there. I love it. <laughs> Ron the Materator said, just calling Raider Jeff. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Why not? Everybody else is a Raider Jeff, including Jeff Wilson. He says, hey, Murph, in the chat. What's up, Jeff Wilson? I appreciate you joining us, man. I'm like, it's so crazy how many freaking... Uh... <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. This has got the chat comment of the night. Foxy Scorpio says, try lifting up Andy Reid, Murph. <laughs> no. I'd be like trying to lift up Uncle Marsh. I'm not capable. Oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> that was good, Foggy Scorpio. If I get the foggy glasses, my glasses foggy. If I get the foggy glasses award. Oh my gosh, that was funny. Anyways, what, what? <laughs> I lost my point, my train of thought. What was Akbar talking about? I don't know, off-season players. What else? I don't know. I'm, I'm lost. It's gone. This is what happens when you get to middle age. I just like I got completely distracted and now the, the the thought is fleeting. So sorry. There you go. My forty eight year old brain kicked in. I have no idea what I was talking about or what Akbar had to say. Um, <laughs> but Foxy Scorpio, that was funny. All right, let me just go to the next sound clip. This is speaking of veterans. <laughs> speaking of veterans. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> speaking of veterans. <laughs> Of veterans, here's John Gruden talking to Eric Allen about enticing veterans to come to the Raiders. How are you able to convince those players, Yannick Nguakwe, John Brown, uh, Solomon Thomas, how are you able to convince those guys that this football team's going to be a contender? Well, you start with the tradition of the Raiders. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a special global franchise. You can roll your eyes all you want, but right. when you go driving around, around the country, or you go overseas, you say silver and black, you right. think of the Raiders. That's right. And wherever we go, we have quite a following. Yeah. And it's a great responsibility, but it's also um, the tradition that I always lean on first. Mm -hmm. And secondly, I just think there's something about this place um, 
once you're a Raider, you're always a Raider. Yeah. And yeah. our system has, has worked over the years, so mm -hmm. we sell our system, right. we sell ourselves, and we sell our young football team. Right. We feel like we are on the rise, yeah. and we needed guys like Eric Allen. We needed a couple veteran players like <laughs> William Thomas. That's right, Willie If T. you can add the right football character and uh -huh. experience to a mix of young guys in the silver and black, good things can happen. And I think that's what we're in the process of doing. Yeah. All right, so by request, because somebody brought it up in the chat, <laughs> sorry to completely blow through that John Gruden quotes there and comments, which were great, but the chat brought it up. They wanted to know if Andy Reid was going to be fat of the week this week. Fat of the week. You look like melted ice cream. Oh, I can actually hear you getting fatter. Santi's fat. Who's fat? Too fat. Big fat fatty. There you go. There's your answer. Congratulations, Andy Reid. <laughs> Lifting up Andy Reid, Foxy Scorpio says. All right. <laughs> I got to hit a break. I got to 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 settle down here. I got to I got to get compose myself. So I'm going to I'm going to hit a break and then we'll uh, we'll jump into some of the quarterback talk. This is Trent Sig and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Just win, baby. Hey, everybody. This is your old Uncle Mosh out here at the Raiders game. I got Q-Dog. I got Mojo. I got Big Raider Trucker. And they got something to tell you about Raiders Fan Radio. Get your facts. Get your funny. And get the uh, out. All right, I appreciate you all joining us here for uh, this episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 204 of, of uh, Raiders Fan Radio. And we're going to get to your voicemails. We're going to get your emails here in just a minute. Uh, I've got a few more things to get to tonight, though, before we do that. And um, we're going to talk about quarterbacks, all right? We're going to talk about – there's a lot of talk now about quarterbacks. Of course, all this stuff's going on with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. No one knows where he's going to land. Uh, whether Is he going to stay in Green Bay, which is what I think the most likely – outcome of this whole thing is that he's going to stay in Green Bay, but he could be on the move. But of course, Derek Carr is always uh, coming under fire uh, each and every year by, in the offseason by Raider Nation. Some of it's warranted, but I think the minority of it is warranted. The majority of it is completely far-fetched uh, when you look at you know what he brings to the table and and that's just my opinion but we're going to hear some other comments not only from his head coach but from some other media folks as well kind of around Derek Carr but like let's slow down a little bit on this whole thing about getting rid of Carr and like you know there was this you know Zay Jones switched his number uh from number 12 to number what seven I believe and so the first thing that you know Raider Twitter does because Twitter's so true right all the time believe everything you read there Twitter goes, oh, that's the Raiders clearing a number for Aaron Rodgers. Like, come on, man. Like, look, Aaron Rodgers is my favorite non-Raider. I think I'm a fan of quarterback play. And when you watch quarterbacks play quarterback in the NFL, he's the best at it in my eyes. Like, he's incredible to watch. Like, dude's gifted. Up-and-coming quarterbacks, uh, Josh Allen, incredible. Like, it's incredible to watch these guys play. It's hard to argue against a guy like Lamar Jackson with the, the you know the dynamic play that he has, you know. Um, but point being though that when you if you like watching other players, you like you know guys like the three I just mentioned, like those are kind of like the three 
best, the most fun to watch, right? So I'd love to see Aaron Rodgers be a Raider, but not at the expense of Derek Carr. Like, I don't think that, like, that's, like, the glaring piece that we need to, like, you know, fix the team or whatever. Like, that's not it, man. Like, there's plenty of evidence over many, many years on many, many Super Bowl teams that a player with a caliber of Derek Carr is far beyond capable of winning a championship. So, but, but let's build around him. Let's get the other things around him. Not to excuse him, but I think that it's, again, less of the main issue of what we're trying to, uh, uh, you know, overcome in terms of, of, of a team. So let's celebrate Derek in that. And so, again, doesn't, and frankly, it doesn't matter what any of us think. We as every single one of us Raider fans could want to run him out of the room, but his boss loves him. So as long as his boss loves him, just deal with it because he ain't going anywhere. They're not going to trade for Aaron Rodgers. First off, let me just say this too. Let me squelch a couple things here. The Raiders or the Raiders are not going to trade their card, and the Green Bay Packers are not going to trade for a quarterback. Like all these speculative, like packages are like car and a first or car and two firsts or car and five firsts and a second and all, whatever, whatever. All these things. Green Bay's not going to do that. The whole reason. They're in this predicament with Aaron Rodgers to begin with is because they drafted a quarterback. So why in the hell would they trade for another veteran quarterback? So Jordan Love can sit behind him for what? Eight more years because Derek Carr is only 30 years old? 10 more years? 12 more years? Quarterbacks are playing longer and longer, right? Like, come on, man. Let's put some common sense around this thing. Green Bay's not going to trade for a quarterback. Would they trade for Julio Jones? Yeah, that's a very distinct possibility. But they're not going to trade for a quarterback. They're not going to get rid of Aaron Rodgers to bring in Derek Carr. The idea that Aaron Rodgers is going to become a Raider, I think, is minuscule at its best. Besides the fact that we got like eight bucks under the salary cap. I mean, I'm joking. It's like five to like short of six million. It's not a lot. It ain't enough though for Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Like, do you like some of the players that we have? Well, if the answer to that question is yes, then we can't afford him because otherwise they'd have to get rid of a bunch of players. And we just acquired a bunch of players. So we're not going to get rid of a bunch of players. So anyways, point being, let's get to, back to my original point. John Gruden, Derek Carr's boss, loves him. And if you don't believe me, just listen. Offseason and even last offseason, we start to see like the, the quarterback carousel, you know, last year Brady, you know, this year Wentz. How fortunate are you to have an outstanding quarterback room, you know, with Carr, with Mariota, with guys in that room who are, who are creative, who are different, but how lucky are we to be able to have a quarterback room as solid as that? It is it's exciting to go mm-hmm. in there and reinstall the plays, not start from scratch. Yeah. You know, but Derek is very underestimated. Yeah. He doesn't get much credit for how good he's playing. Right. Uh, but he completes a lot of passes. He changes plays at the line of scrimmage. He's starting to make more and more plays with his legs now. Uh-huh. Uh, Mariota was hurt most of last year. You got a glimpse of what he can yeah, do. Right. He's still a special talent. And Nate Peterman's a guy who we think is going to be a good player in time. Right. We need these preseason games to see where some of these guys are but it all starts at quarterback and we put some pretty good players around Derek yeah. and I think it shows yeah offensively looking a little similar like the, the the times we had back in back in the day you know big strong powerful uh, offensive line outstanding running game you know great decision maker at quarterback uh, tremendous players at receiver uh, why is that formula seem to work for for you well balance I think mm-hmm. if you're balanced you're harder to defend. The more you can do well, the harder you are to defend. And we think Jacobs is not only a Pro Bowl back, we think he's an MVP 
caliber back. So we'd like to see him get more and more real estate. You know, Kenyon Drake comes in here from Arizona. Yeah. A lot of people say, why Kenyon Drake? Well, Doug Martin had 190 touches three uh -huh. years ago when right. Lynch went That's down. Right. And DeAndre Washington had 144 touches when Jacobs went down two years ago. Uh -huh. And this past year, Josh went down and Devontae Booker got 110 touches. Right. So we're going to try to circulate the touches Kenyon Drake's way. Yeah. He's a guy that's made big plays. And uh, we do have some emerging young receivers, and a tight end ain't bad. Without a doubt. That, yeah. guy, is, that guy is money. I love that, man. Yeah, the tight end is money for sure. And that's the thing, too, man. Like he's, look, Derek's got all the weapons. This is fantastic. I, I'm fired up. I know I'm in the bag for this. Raiders are going to be 17-0 this year and go to the Super Bowl. But, look, man, if, if, you, if you're not excited about our offense, like, I don't want to tell you, man. Like, it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun uh, to, uh, to, uh, to watch the Raiders uh, this year offensively. And, uh, and, and so we're definitely excited for it. All right, so let's go to – so that's his boss, right? Well, let's go to some media. Now, look, this guy has proven to be in the bag for, for Derek Carr and the Raiders before. But I, I like Adam Shine, and that's who we're going to hear from in a second. I like Adam Shine, CBS Sports Network. Not that he needs our you know, shout-outs, but there you go. Go check out Adam. Because I think he's always got fair takes. And, like, you know, it's one thing to be, you know, comment frequently about the Raiders – Kyle Brandt is like that from Good Morning Football. But to comment frequently about the Raiders, but yet still have a very real take, not a hater take, like a lot of the scorned, butthurt beat writers from Oakland, um, and not like, you know, national haters like Mike Silver and Lombardi and Florio, and I could go on and on. Don't get me started on the freaking national media when it comes to the Raiders because that'll really get fired up and start ranting. But like, um, but I can appreciate someone that is willing to be critical when it's necessary and then willing to be, you know, uh, complimentary when it's called for. And so uh, that's what I you find in Adam Shine. Like, I don't want somebody that's just going to be a Pollyanna freaking like, you know, just a bootlicker or something. But that's not what he is. And, you know, and there are some that are that. Heck, I've been accused of being that. But as I mentioned earlier, I'm just in the bag for the team. So whatever, you get what you get. But like, that's not what Adam is. So I want to uh, let's take Adam's comments about Derek Carr kind of into context here. This is a balanced report. I love John Gruden finally putting some respect on Derek Carr's name. Frankly, I often feel like I show more respect and appreciation of Derek Carr than the Raiders head coach, and make no mistake, Derek Carr has earned it. Derek Carr is a great player. Derek Carr is a franchise quarterback. Now, there are different levels of franchise quarterbacks, and, you know, Derek Carr is not Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers, but he's a gem. There are two types of teams in the NFL, those that have a quarterback and those that don't, and the Raiders most certainly do, and you should appreciate him. And really, when I say appreciate him, I'm talking to John Gruden, who always seems to have a wandering eye when it comes to the quarterback. And listen, I'm not talking about the Aaron Rodgers trade rumors. That, that's different. That's Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking about the draft or Marcus Mariota. Derek Carr has had three straight seasons of throwing over 4,000 yards passing in terms of the yards while also completing 67% of his passes. Now, this is a rare offseason where I'm not high on the Raiders. 
Gruden and Mike Mayock botching the first round is an annual trend. It makes it very difficult to believe. They also gutted the rock-solid strength of the team, the offensive line, which means that the Raiders are going to struggle and Carr Rungley is going to get the blame. And it's sad. They say all politics are local. And the Carr disrespect has always started within. Derek Carr has always, always deserved better. Oh, wow. So there you go. So see what I mean? Like it's complimentary, but yet there's an edge to it. So he's not just, he's not apologizing for the Raiders. He's not saying they're going to be even great this year. In fact, he thinks that they're going to have a down year, just like Las Vegas, Las Vegas, the city or the betting community does. They think the Raiders aren't even going to win eight games. Like eight games is a, if you win eight games, it's a losing record this year with 17, uh, 17 game season. So Anyways, man, it's it's going to be interesting going uh, forward this year. But look, hey, no doubt, our quarterback room is set. Our starting quarterback is set. And whether you like it or not, he is the face of our franchise. And so let's sell out for the guy. Let's support the guy. He deserves it. The guy bleeds silver and black. And he's got our endless support around here at Raiders Fan Radio. Even my son, Vinny. I'm not prompting you for an answer, Vinny, but who's the Raiders' best current quarterback? Get into that microphone, big and loud, Vinny. The Raiders' best current quarterback. There we go. Oh, there you go. I was screaming in you now. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Is uh, by far Derek Carr. Derek Uh Carr is the best quarterback. Thank you, Vinny. You did good. All right, there you go. Vinny's going to join us, and he's going to help me read some emails here in a minute, right? Yes, I am. Okay, good deal. Thank you, Vin. You got anything else you want to say to Raider Nation real quick before I move on to the next thing? Uh, nothing except I love it. I love all you guys. That's it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Good job, buddy. All right. Uh, so speaking of quarterback movement, now this isn't a directly Raiders-related story, but I brought up Clay Travis last week because he was on Fox Sports Bet, and they talk a lot about the betting lines around the Raiders. So the betting line, as I mentioned, was 7.5 for the Raiders to for their win total for this upcoming year. So that means if the Raiders win eight games or more, you bet the over, you win. If you bet the under and they win seven or less games, you win there. So Clay uh, reappeared on Fox uh, Sports Betting, and he is talking about now the odds of Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay. And the reason I want to play this for you is that while it doesn't have any direct Raider content, the direct impact to the Raiders will be felt. And you're going to get an idea why here in just a sec when you hear Clay's comments. Would you be surprised if Rodgers returns to Green Bay? First of all, can we talk about Aaron Rodgers' descent into a Hawaiian uh, surf coach, which is pretty wild to see him there with that hair, uh, looking so chill, hanging out on the big island or wherever he is. Uh, But, yes, I would be very surprised at this point. He went on television and basically called out the entire management team of the Green Bay Packers uh, by praising everyone but them. At that point, he cut their legs out from underneath them. There's no way that he is going to be able, in my opinion, to return to Green Bay. Now, I tossed out yesterday my idea of a Hail Mary that the Packers management (laughs) could try to undertake to make him happy And that would involve trading Jordan Love and making a run at Julio Jones. And I still think that's a Hail Mary worth attempting given Aaron Rodgers' overall talent. But as he said, he upset their expectations by being the MVP last year, by playing as well at 37 as he did. I believe he is headed to Denver. I think that they will then ship Drew Locke 
to Denver, and Drew Locke will compete against Jordan Love for the starting job. I think the Broncos will give up two first-round picks, and Aaron Rodgers will be going up against Patrick Mahomes in two must-see games in the AFC West this fall. I think he's headed out to the Mile High City. I think he's done in Green Bay. Uh-oh. All right. Now listen. This is not good. <laughs> this is not good for us, Raider Nation. If Look, Justin Herbert is a young, up-and-coming quarterback. Of course, if you listen to the media, he's going to be the next great quarterback. I don't believe that because the media has been overhyping the Chargers for, let me check my watch, 30 years. Like, you know, how many times did we hear they were going to be the AFC uh, contender and flamed out early in the playoffs if they even made it at all? Phillip Rivers finishing 7-9 and nine all the time. Um, so I'm not really sweating the Chargers. But listen, if any of that is true, if Justin Herbert does have any semblance of a good season, that means that he's going to be a pretty good quarterback because he had a decent year last year. Then, oh yeah, the freaking, you know, the phenom plays in Kansas City. And oh yeah, we're going to take the next great quarterback, or not the next great quarterback, but the greatest current quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, and freaking plunk him down in our division. Like, I just got done rhapsodizing about Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. I didn't even mention Patrick Mahomes. And that's because I'm not going to mention Patrick Mahomes because he's a freaking chief and we hate the Chiefs. So I don't care how great he can be. The, he can throw for 90 touchdown passes next year and I'll still think he sucks. But point being is that he wins and he wins against us a lot. And Aaron Rodgers isn't going to not win against us. And when you think about that package, that idea, that stupid horse face John Elway can sell to Aaron Rodgers, that look, I won a Super Bowl late in my, or I won two Super Bowls late in my career with the Denver Broncos. I sold out for Peyton Manning and his giraffe ass came in here and won a freaking Super Bowl. Don't you think Aaron Rodgers will be willing to sell out for you too and watch them go out and build a defense and bring in freaking Aaron Rodgers and they'll win a damn Super Bowl. And guess who's going to be left on the outside looking in? us and where's all the pressure gonna lie Derek freaking Carr and the Raiders like this is a nightmare scenario for us so and just to prove that I checked in with some members of Raider Nation and I asked what do you think this is gonna be like if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos nightmare what a nightmare 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 terrible nightmare oh the nightmare Nightmare. An absolute nightmare. Fucking nightmare. A nightmare. Oh, nightmare. Oh, like a nightmare within a nightmare. It's a nightmare. A nightmare. Worst nightmare. It's a nightmare. Your worst nightmare. Your basic nightmare. It's the nightmare. Your worst nightmare. The nightmare. Your worst nightmare. Nightmare over Vegas. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body throws. It is. All right. Appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate everybody joining us in the chat room tonight. Franklin83 killed Jadis. Franklin A3 says, still not scared. I love it. And that's the Raider mentality, right? I'm not scared either. I'm just saying that's going to be a nightmare if we got to deal with, with, with him twice a year. Uh, after already having to deal with freaking Patrick and 
whatever that other guy. I'm not going to mention his name either. All right, Ron the Materator's in there. Uh, Freddie is in there. Tyrone Graves. Uh, Jeff Wilson. What's up, Jeff Wilson? The Big Easy is in there. Kevin the Raider Nerd is in there. I appreciate all of you joining us tonight. Edward is in there. Uh, gosh, so many folks. Uh, appreciate you. And uh, Loyal to the Soil is in there. What's up, Loyal? And uh, yeah, though I can't keep up with the chat very well during the show, I always go back and read it. And so appreciate you uh, jumping in tonight for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so you can contact us in the Sea of Fans two ways. You can uh, send us an email or you can send us a voicemail. You can send us a voicemail by calling the show at 909-345-346. That's 909-345-3346. Weather on the eights, traffic on the nines here at Raiders Final Radio. But, uh, <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, 909-345-3346. Uh, leave us a message and we'll uh, play it on the air. And if we play it three times, you become a made man or a made woman. Uh, or you can email us, Vinny. An indefinite amount of times. Yep. And you can become a made man or a made woman. And you can email us at show, which is S-H-O-W, at RaidersFanRadio.com. It's a very creative email name. I came up with that all by myself, Vin. That's amazing. Your dad's a highly creative dude, man. It, extremely. Uh-huh. Show at RaidersFanRadio.com. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> You're welcome, Dad. All right, read that. Okay, so how does this work? I talk first, you talk first? We're doing this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Poe Dameron. Yeah, read. Yeah. Introduce uh, yourself first. So welcome to Raiders Fan Radio. My youngest son recently turned 15-year-old Vinny. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Glad, Vinny, to, be, glad to be on the show, man. Vinny, Vinny, thank you for being here. Uh, now listen, you're a young man. We can tell by your shirt. You, you represent Raiders Fan Radio, Merce Fan Cave. Oh, thank you for that. Okay. Tales from the Nation shirt. Uh, but the the chat's gonna be like, what's this kid's bona fides, man? Like, what's he got? What like, what? Got? Why, like, what? Why, what qualifies you to be a freaking on Raiders fan radio, son? Give us your Mount Rushmore of greatest Raiders, off uh, the top of the dome. Well, I was gonna say what qualifies me is that my dad is the greatest Raiders fan on the planet. Oh, you kiss butt, you. <laughs> 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 all right, fair enough. Who's your favorite Raider though, all time? Uh, does it have to be a player. No. John Madden. Oh, nice, son. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's why you're my kid right there. That's a good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Thank you. Thank you. All right, son. Go for it. Get in that microphone. Talk loud. All right. Here we go. Whoa, okay. not that loud. Oh, Easy. Sorry. Easy. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Easy, man. Uh, is this good right here? Yeah, yeah that's good okay. right there. All right. Cool. Just project. All right. Yeah, you're a theater kid. Project. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, go. Uh, yo, what's up, Murph, Swaggy, and the one and only Uncle Mosh. I hope all is well and everyone is safe and in good health. As I sit here at work and watch this press conference on the Raiders channel, as I start to read the comments on live chat, someone said we should sign Baker Mayfield. Someone else said we should sign Logan and Jake Paul. <laughs> Besides... <laughs> <laughs> oh That's funny. Let's see what was... Okay, uh, besides the other dumb comments, I noticed a few Raider content creators in the live chat, like Watts and uh, Raid the Tape, just to name a few. I noticed a lot of Raider creators coming together, uh, making content, and I love it. Uh, I was turned into the live with Murph Graphic. Uh, yeah, Graphic. And Captain Jack. Yeah, Murph and Graphic. That Mur- Graphic Raider is another content creator that I joined him on his show. Oh, that's really That cool. was earlier this week. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, and Captain- or last week, whenever the heck it was. You remember. Whatever. Yeah, go yeah. Uh, And Captain Jack, while I was driving the other day, and uh, and was enjoying every moment. Shout out to Captain Jack for hoping or for hopping on live while at the hospital. 
Um, yeah, dude was in there for getting his heart scoped and stuff. Oh, and wow. still showed up to do his show. Isn't that cool? That's crazy. Yeah, man. Dedication, uh, Vinny. That's what Raider Nation's all about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopping. Okay. Now, that is what uh, the type of dedication that separates Raider channels from the others. He was so passionate, he had a nurse checking on him who was also a Raider fan. Uh, Raider Nation passion is unmatched. I have no funny punchline or deep thought today. Just wanted to let you know that you are appreciated in Raider Nation, and I'm glad I can see the growth in the channel oh, these wow. past few years, and happy that the others uh, get to witness the lighter journey into the dark side. All love and respect, Ty to Raider. Oh, man, that is so <laughs> cool. P.S. I won't mention Jeff is in Uncle Mosh's seat. Sorry, Jeff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now you're in Uncle Mosh's seat. Yeah, uh-huh. So what's Uncle Mosh going to do to you when he finds out you're in his seat? Uh, I don't know, but I'm scared either way. Yeah. <laughs> you likely have a beating coming, but that's okay. You'll it's be all right. right. You'll be all right. What would be the first one you've taken from him? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So appreciate you, Titerator. Oh, so speaking of that, Titerator, who frequents uh, Dominico's in Alameda uh, on the regular, uh, Ty, we're going to be in Alameda on the 17th at Dominico's. So plan on, if you can, meet up with us there. And anybody else that's in the Bay Area, anybody else, uh, any of you Raider fans that want to meet up with us, we'll be at the Dominico's Italian Deli in Alameda on the 17th. I don't know what time yet, uh, but I'm taking the boys. I'm taking uh, Vinny and our older, uh, my older son, Tristan, uh, taking them out to the West Coast. Tristan's getting ready to go into the Navy. And so we're going out to the West Coast to go see some family before Tristan ships out. And so I'm taking the boys out there. And on one of the days, this is how much we love our food. We're getting off the plane in <laughs> San Jose, where, where I'm from. We're getting off the plane. We're going to rent a car. We're going straight where, Vinny? La Villa. La Villa's Italian delicatessen, the, 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 La Villa. the deli that we grew up with. Uh, we're going to La Villa. We're going to have the, the amazing steam table, the amazing raviolis. Going to have some ravies. That's, that's was like a Wednesday, I think. Then Thursday, which is the 17th, we're going to get up in the morning. Vinny wants to go to Alcatraz. Last time we were in town, Alcatraz wasn't running, so we're going to go to Alcatraz. But then we're going to bust across, and we're going to go over to the island of Alameda, and we're going to have lunch at the world-famous Domenico's Italian Deli in Alameda. So meet up with us out there. Uh, if, you're gonna be, if you can be in town, we would love to see you all. And Domenico's, of course, is the unofficial supplier of food <laughs> or for Raiders Fan Radio. Is it not, Vinny? <laughs> it really is. It really is. Yeah. We love us some Domenico's Italian Deli around here. And so speaking of that, again, Jeff Murphy, uh, the proprietor of Domenico's here where we live, is going to be back in the fan cave with his sister, former Raiderette, not only Raiderette, but Raiderette of the year, 2014 michelle she will be joining us so that will be really really cool right. to catch up with uh with michelle and with jeff and shout out mike murphy that's jeff's brother who when he was in town he joined us here in the <laughs> fan cave and he's the guy that pretty much him and his mom run the dominicos in alameda that is and they're so cool. all diehard oakland <laughs> slash now las vegas raider fans so much so that the murphys their family john gruden filmed the tide commercial a few years ago and they went to the Murphy's house to do laundry. John Gruden <laughs> did laundry at the Murphy's house. And Jeff and Mike told that story on this show, how surreal it was that Mike is like, I'm sitting at my table and freaking John Gruden's in my laundry room, like doing laundry. <laughs> amazing. That's, amazing. So an amazing so family, cool. great restaurant, and amazing supporter of us here at Raiders Fan Radio. So we will see you in Alameda on the 17th at Domenico's. Vinny. Yes, sir. I got one more for you. This. Mm. that Now Listen. You can't mess this one up. 
No pressure, son. You got you to gotta one take this on the nose because this is Paul. This is Paul. This is Paul. You know where oh, Paul's man. from? Where's Paul from? Paul is from Shropshire, UK. Oh. Well, he called it Mississippi because where he lives, Shropshire, is west of Birmingham. Ah. And Birmingham in the United States is what? Is, uh, west, yeah. It's west of, <laughs> come on, <laughs> west of Birmingham is Mississippi. Mississippi. So we call it, you, so we call it Shropshire, Mississippi. That mm-hmm. makes sense? I think I might have botched that joke, but anyways, you follow. Whatever. You're my kid. You know what I do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Time the chat's gonna kill me in a second. Sorry, either you or me. With, yeah, no, one of us. I go first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. So Vinny's gonna read Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi, England, UK. He's gonna read his email, and I'm gonna use this opportunity to go use the restroom. Thank you, Vinny. You're welcome. So don't mess it up. I'm gonna be here to hear if you mess it up. But I'm gonna follow okay. up in the chat room. Keep an eye on him, Ron. <laughs> okay. See you later. Okay. All right. Uh, evening, fellas. I hope this email finds you well. This week I wanted to focus on a situation that has been simmering with Raider Nation for a while, and it is becoming more of a conversation as we head towards another season. I think most of us argue that this season could be pivotal for a few people, Coach Gruden, Mike Maycock, and Derek Carr in particular. I scribble down notes when I'm listening or watching the podcasts because there are so many good points made and I raised and raised, and I have a head um, like a sieve these days. One of the notes I jotted down quite a while ago and never followed up is, at one point, at one point, uh, do we hold Coach Gruden to account? Now we all hope this is a question that never gets raised in Mark Davis's office because as long as we win, it never needs to be asked. But the pressure is mounting for some form of success, and the honeymoon period is well and truly over. There are two points I'd like to make before I go on. Firstly, I love this guy. I think he's infectious. His desire to succeed his overall energy and enthusiasm, and his love for all things silver and black are undeniable. Secondly, I've never been a fan of contracts that run too long, particularly 10-year deals like this one. I've never understood the need, and I think it can lead to more problems and solutions. With his current record standing at 114-110 to 110 regular season and 5-4 to four postseason, his career record comes in at 119 and uh, 114, so he's over uh, point. Uh, 500.511 to be exact. Uh, Not earth-shattering, is it? Um, But what's gone before shouldn't really concern us. And the last 48 games of that record are more important. 19-29 to over the last three seasons is why I believe this year could be pivotal uh, for him and the Raiders in general. He has a lot of great qualities, and I think if you were to ask the players, they'd all say they love playing for him. He did make a huge mistake not finding Paul Gunther sooner. He must have seen the confusion during practice and during games. Uh, so why he chose not to make... Firing, not finding. He probably said firing Paul Gunther sooner. Firing. Paul Fire, Gunther. we need to get rid of that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, firing Paul Gunther. Uh, practice games. Uh, we should... or He chose not to make a change sooner is something only he would be able to answer. There have been reasons over the last three years as to why things haven't improved quicker. It takes time to adjust the roster uh, to your way of thinking and personnel changes galore, along with stadium moves and pandemics and other things between. Uh, but none of that should be a factor for, for this season. I can remember saying on another email, or I can remember saying on an email at, this, um, at his reappointment that he should be given time, but how patient will the nation be in the early rebuilding years? 
I think I also stated he couldn't be fairly judged until year four. That's when we should start to see rewards. So this coach, uh, so this year is it for the coach uh, Gruden, in my opinion. Playoffs, and I think playoffs, and I think he should be today, Junior. Jeff would be tearing me apart if you were in here. I'm gonna tear you apart, man. I'm just kidding. Okay, you're doing good. Go for it. Playoffs, and I think he'll still have our backing. Ten wins, but no playoffs may see him uh, get a stay of execution. Anything less, and God forbid, a losing season and 10-year contract or not, I fear we could see a change at head coach. There are no excuses from here on. This is his team, his coaching staff, and his playbook. We can see... (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing my best over here. Son, you're doing great. No, you're doing fine. (laughs) Uh, we can see the vision he and Mike Maycock have been working for. Mayock, Mayock, Mayock! Mayock! Who raised you? <laughs> you. <laughs> I haven't done a good job. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> right. I've been working. T- <laughs> <laughs> Lee B says swag is rejoicing. <laughs> the, okay. Okay, you got this. We can see the vision that he and Mike Mayock have been working towards. The building blocks are largely in place, and we need um, and uh, and we are more balanced across the depth chart than we have been for a while. It's time to deliver. There are two key elements in his favor for 2021. He finally has a defensive coordinator that knows his job. In some respects, Coach Bradley becomes the most important member of staff. Secondly, the fans are back in the stadium, which will be a huge boost for everyone on the field. As long as we do our job otherwise, it might not be a good place to be. So lots of pros and cons along the way, but that's all in the past now. Uh, We have to deliver this season. So no more dramas, no more distractions. Kick some butt and make the NFL. You can say ass, Vinny. You're 15. Go ahead. All right, great. (laughs) Kick some ass and make (laughs) NFL hate us even more. Let's go, coach. As for Mike, Mike Mayock, there you go. The continual sniping from from quarters uh, about him is a total mystery to me. His job is to provide young, exciting prospects in area of need, which is from what I can see, he's done con- consistently over three years. Why is he held accountable for bad coaching? If he's if he's had any say in these moves in free agency, uh, then what would be the Different conversation, but I still don't think he's doing a bad job. Far from it. Personally, I hope I hope Mike Mayock is with <laughs> every never, time I got never forget that name now. Never. Uh uh-uh. uh. I hope my Mike Mayock uh is with the Raiders for a very long time. I'll leave DC for another day. That drum has been beaten to death already. Finally, this week, on the last show, Murph and Jeff Nation uh made predictions for this coming season. At first glance, my, sensi- my sensible head says 10 and 7, although that'll change uh, the closer we get to August. But my Raiders fandom head says 17 and 0. Then we'll lose our first playoff game. Oh, ouch. Man. At least we're making the playoffs, though. That's better than not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great show with... Uh, gra- graphic. Gra- graphic. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, with Graphic Raider and Captain Jack. Real fun, and Captain Jack is a legend. And Murph, uh, what's the story I'm seeing about the Oakland A's possibly moving to Vegas? Yes. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. Oh, sorry, go ahead. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul. Read all that signature line. Paul Edgerton. Yeah. Shropshire. Shropshire, Mississippi. 
Polly Award winner 2019, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five-time plus five-time, one, five-time. <laughs> plus one winner of the Raiders Fan Radio, BRT Sizzler Award. Sizzler Award. There you go, Vinny. Nice job, buddy. Thank you. Good, son. Thank you very much. All right. So you know what we do after we hear Paul's email, son? What do we do? Paul! 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 <laughs> Paul! 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 Your name, Paul? Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Rob Tanya, Britannia rules the waves. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. And you're listening to Raider Fan Radio. And we're in Merth's Cave, and I tell you, this is the only place you need to be. Go Raiders! All right, I appreciate everybody joining us here in the chat tonight for this episode number 204 of Raiders Fan Radio. Vinny, can you see the chat over there? I can see the chat. And I was Shout gonna, out the and, chat, man. And I was going to say, uh, Foxy Scorpio said, I don't appreciate this vulgar potty talk. Oh, because you said Mike Maycock <laughs> like six times? And <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Q-Dog Raiders said agreeing with Foxy. Oh, nice. All right, shout out the chat. Who else is in there? Uh, let's see. Um, uh, there's Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. The Big Easy. Uh, we got... Um, Lee B, Jeff Wilson, Edgar V. Let's see who else. Um, let's see some guy named Franklin. Uh, some some guy. Hey, hey there's some, some guy, guy in the chat. <laughs> some guy named Franklin. Hey, hey. <laughs> Edward uh, Edward uh, Segovia is in there. He says, uh, "Hey Murph, what's up, Edward? Uh, yeah, Franklin eighty three. Michelle Sweat, our buddy Michelle Sweat, Foxy Scorpio, of course. Koji is in there. Uh, Pete M is in there. Appreciate everybody joining us in the chat tonight. And thank you, son. Dick Vital is in there tonight. Sebastian Gonzalez. Thank you, son. Great job. I'm reading the emails, man. You oh, want to stick you. in for the last of this? Uh, sure. Why not? All right. So the reason I'd like you to stick around is that so you read the emails, and now we've got the voicemails, and we always award our Sizzler award to the best email or voicemail of the night. And so we've heard our, our two uh, emails. And, of course, Paul is kind of ineligible, but <laughs> we'll still let him win one once in a while. But he's really kind of like the made man or the capo of the emails. And then the capo of the voicemails is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider because, you know, capo isn't Italian. Mm-mm, it's is captain. It? Uh, Every crew needs a captain, Vinny, right? Yeah. And so our, our crew is the made men and the made women, and every crew needs a captain. And so Aaron is the capo of the crew. Is, is, and so he is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, and he always kicks off our voicemail segment. So let's go and check in with our good friend, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. All right. Um, Melvin Gordon. Now you clones who made the feed segment probably the best we've ever had. The Jim Rome Podcast, episode 175, is with Jay Cutler. Look for that in about an hour or so. See that camera up. Let me turn that shit off. Hey, greetings, Don Murph, Underboss <laughs> Sonny, Consigliere Uncle Mosh, Big Raider Trucker, Mojo for When the Universe Speaks, my fellow birthday mate, Swaggy J, May 23rd forever, homie. Uh, uh, let's just go ahead and start this call with uh, a second acknowledgement to uh, Ron the Mater Raider. Um, 
you know, Matt Fitzgerald of the Sports Knot wrote the five best fits for Julio Jones are as follows. The Colts, the Niners at number four, the Patriots number three, the Ravens at number two, and the L.A. Superchargers. Man, that is as bogus a list as I could think of. You know what? If we can put our dig in, we got to get Julio. He makes us not just a contender, but a Super Bowl caliber team. But, you know, I'll deal with all the backlash later. Um, Hondo Carpenter Sr. on Fan Nation, uh, Raider Maven, he wrote an article stating that three mu- Raiders must perform this season. That would be Abram, Nassib, and Clee Furl. You know, Clee Farrell, uh, nice guy, nice family, he sucks. You know, um, <laughs> it would be fair to say that the Raiders' first pick uh, in the 2019. You know who he's talking about, Vinny? What's he talking about? F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Furl. 18 draft, you know, hasn't yet uh, fulfilled his potential. Much like uh, uh, Abram hasn't earned the number 24 jersey. But, you know. I know how Murph feels about pro football focus. And PFF, they've been known to overrate things. And here's an overrate for you. Furl came in with six and a half sacks over the past two seasons, which is six and a half more sacks than anybody in the chat. But, you know, he rated out as the number 16 overall edge player in the 2020 rankings. I don't know how that's possible. We can get fat guys to stop the run. Why is it that we have to have this guy that we drafted to sure up our edge and get some pass rush? Um, can't seem to do anything more than, you know, all the other uh, morbidly obese guys we've had plugging up the middle. Um, the grocery list, of course, the Raiders uh, brought back O-lineman Patrick O'Maney. Um, hey, he was off the scrap heap with the Saints, and we'll take him. Uh, Leatherwood, Gillespie, Hobbs, Morrissey, Eastill, Stoner, all signed their rookie tenders. Now, Let's talk about the hit list. Kamal Seymour, David Irving, Jim Rome, of course, insurrectionist, and the asshole who just got through shooting up the San Jose Light Rail Station. As Julio Jones said, I'm out of here. Root. Absolutely, man. Thank you. For, well, man, sad news out of San Jose today, man. That's, you know, my hometown. And, uh, yeah, any time that we see those kinds of incidents is just it's heartbreaking, man. It's heartbreaking, and we, we need a lot of healing uh, in a lot of different fronts as, as a country and as a society. We need to, uh, a lot of kindness and a lot of, no, a lot of love need to be uh, uh, shared out there, man. And it's, it's, it's tough to hear stories like that. And so, um, but anyways, appreciate the call. As always, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, and he's, his content is always amazing. And there's a reason why he represents the, the made men and, and the made women. And he is our capo, and we appreciate that. So thank you, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, for the call. All right, we got two more, or excuse me, three more to get to. So Aaron's ineligible for that sizzle reward, Vinny, okay? So that okay. best email or phone call. But the next three are. So we're going to hear just a, just a little teaser out there. You're going to hear from Houston Rogers, or Houston Rogers, Houston Raiders Steve is Mr. Rogers. You're going to hear from Al Pacino. You're going to hear from Kiljadis907, who is interviewing Randy Macho Man Savage. So a pretty diverse, eclectic <laughs> mix of callers here. So chat room, you know, when, when, when Mosh is here, he picks the sizzler. When Jeff is here, he picks the sizzler. When those guys aren't here, I depend on the chat. But Vinny, since you're sitting in, between you and the chat, you all decide who gets the sizzler. 
Me? Yeah, you. You have a voice in this thing. Okay. You with this? I'm with this. You ready? I'm ready. So you got your two emails to consider. Now you've got to consider these three voicemails upcoming. So first, let's check in with our buddy in Houston, Houston Raiders Steve. Murph, Marsh, Fred, Jeff, Nation, Made Men and Made Women. Aaron Rodgers, theme song of the Raiders in the NFL. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? <laughs> Could you be mine? <laughs> he cracked himself I've up. always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you please? Won't you please? Please, won't you be my neighbor? My neighbor. Aaron Rodgers sings songs the Raiders in the NFL. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that was great? amazing. I love it how he ends his calls too. He always says goodbye. Goodbye. It's time to go. That's goodbye. it. <laughs> Steve, you're the best, man. All right. So there's Houston Raiders Steve singing Mr. Rogers. And not to be outdone is I I know who this is. I'm not gonna tell you who this is. This is a frequent caller of ours, but this is a new impression. So I don't wanna I don't wanna pull the curtain back on this one yet. But this is great. <laughs> Let's check in with apparent Raider fan Al Pacino. Well, here we are, the Raider Nation and Raider Fan Radio. I want to address two things. First, I want to talk about Alex Leatherwood. He was a first-round pick for the Raiders, and yet several people within the fan base can't seem to get the name right. It's Leatherwood. Leather and wood are two very familiar items <laughs> To most men and most people, not leather head or leather helmet or leather purse or leather belt or leather jacket or even English leather, which old guys like me wear a lot of. Give this guy the respect he deserves. Leather wood. And second, I got no time for guys who are given every opportunity to succeed and just choose to throw it all away. Now, I'm not a young man anymore, but if I was and I did what David Irving did or didn't do, I would expect the old man version of me to come out and kick the ass of the young man version of me right up the street. The Raiders need character people. Character builds winners, and winners bring home trophies. The rest of you guys, if you don't want it, somebody else is going to get it. Oh, and they'll take your girlfriend, too. That's about all I've got time for today. <laughs> there you go. There's Al Pacino. And, and might I add in, they're trying Please. to uh, Jedi mind trick me in the chat. Oh, they're trying to talk you into picking somebody? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, well, you know, whatever. You can be bought. <laughs> you can be bought. Hey, hey we're, we're Italian. We know this stuff works. Yeah, you know what I mean? Everybody drop a grease drop the, a grease the palm over here yeah. for the foundation. You know what I mean? I'm gonna make something happen. We know we know people. Everybody put a like and subscribe and all that stuff. Man, yeah, man. There you go, Vinny. Good job, yes, Vinny. Thank you. Uh huh. We need more. What are you, Gen Z? Is that what generation we're on now? Yeah, because we're millennials to Gen Z. We need more Gen Zers on this show, son. 
<laughs> Get this thing going over here. All right, appreciate you. Uh, uh, well, it's they guessed it in the chat. They said it sounds like T3, and it is. That's our buddy Tom, and uh, who does uh, the American Nightmare or the Raider Nightmare. What does he call himself? The Raider Nightmare Dusty Rhodes. He does a Silver Macho Savage. He does. My favorite is when he does Raider Karaoke Kid. When Tom sings on this show, that is my absolutely uh, my favorite thing he, that he does. All right, we got one more to get to. So, okay, so you got Houston Raider Steve. You got our two emailers, which are Paul and Tyler Raider. You've got Al Pacino, our buddy Tom. And now, last but not least, we got our good friend in Alaska. He calls himself the furthest North Raider fan. He is up there in Alaska. Our good buddy, congratulations on your recent marriage, by the way. Killed Jadis, 907. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Much respect and and congratulations. So let's listen to Killed Jadis interview Randy Raider Savage or Raider Macho Savage or Macho Raider Savage, whatever the name is. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Killed Jadis, 907. How's it going? I'm joined by the Macho Man Raider Savage. And we'll be going over our grades for the draft. So let's get to it. Our first draft pick is Alex Leatherwood. I'm going to give it a B because he seems like a solid lineman, but I do think it was a reach to get him, and I would rather have gotten him later on in the draft. Ooh, yeah. Well, I'd say it's an A. Leatherwood's going to be the lineman we need to get to the top. Yeah. Great pick and perfect timing to get him in the first round. Yeah. Okay. Well, next is Trayvon Morin. I'm giving an age of the fact that he is fast, he's physical, and as long as he plays smart, he'll be a great addition to the team. Well, I'm going with an eight, too. Trayvon is dynamic, and the kid is smart, Kilchitis. Don't you worry. He's a whole lot smarter than the person who chooses Cam Newton's outfits or someone like Patrick Mahomes <laughs> that puts ketchup on steak. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, next is Malcolm Kuntz. Now, I think it's fine that we picked him, but I wish that we'd gotten a middle linebacker this round because, I mean, honestly, this was a great need, and there had to be something. So I'm going to go with a B. Definitely an A. Malcolm's going to be the next Khalil Mack. We'll be humble, and now that's for a lot of money. Yeah. Okay, hold on. What's the grade on your next draft pick? A. And the next? A. Oh, come on. Is every draft pick an A? Of course. You're doing this to piss me off, aren't you? <laughs> it's because of the wedding, isn't it? Maybe it is. I told you a hundred times. There are no best men in a damn court ceremony. <laughs> well, you should have made me a witness. I'm over the heavyweight champion over here. I deserve some respect. Well, I would have made you a witness. Except for you were in the back pouting like a freaking 14-year-old. We hit the shut up! Great. Now you're in trouble with the wife because of you. <laughs> I'm in trouble. You're also in trouble, too. You're the one that started. I'm the one that's going to finish it, though. You're out of line, guilt cheaters. Play me out, Murph. Oh, yeah. Stop using Murph as your personal DJ. Just play me out, Murph. Oh, yeah. I am not playing you out after hearing Mrs. Kiljadis jump in there. Heck no, man. I'm not getting in those crosshairs. That is hilarious, Kiljadis. That is amazing, dude. Great job on that one, Kiljadis. Kiljadis, always excellent and always bringing the heat for the BRT Sizzler Award. All right, Vinny. Here's here's what we got. So we got Kiljadis. We got Tom as Al Pacino. We got Houston Raiders, Steve. We got Tide Raider. We got 
uh, poll. So between the chat room now, chat room, tell us who you think deserves this week's Sizzler Award. And Vinny, you contemplate while the chat room is kind of putting it together. Uh, Kill Janus, of course, has voted for himself. What do you think, <laughs> Vinny? Uh, just early response, man. Give us like first reaction. Who do you think was the best? Um, I really enjoyed uh, Kill Jadis, is how you say his name, right? Kill Jadis, yeah. yeah I, I yeah. really enjoyed that. And I, Mrs. Kill Jadis got in on that one. That was yeah, pretty solid. Good uh -huh. effort there. Um, Mr. Rogers was pretty funny there. Although. You like Mr. Rogers? Well, Michelle Sweat just says Houston Raider Steve, who is, who is Mr. Rogers. Uh, Lala Meloso says Kill Jadis. Big Easy says Kill Jadis. Kill Jadis says Kill Jadis. Well, of course Kill Jadis says Kill Jadis. <laughs> Michelle says the song got, got her. And yes, me too. And it's, as Michelle said, it's Houston Raider Steve's commitment to the entirety of the song is what it, makes it, it uh, so funny. Exactly. Sugar Shane says Kill Jadis. Franklin says Kill Jadis. Oh, Ty the Raider says Kill Jadis. Everybody's going Kill Jadis. I think it's starting to lean. Vinny, you have a strong vote in this, but you can't outweigh the majority of the chat room, son. Y you know what's funny, though? What's that? I was actually going to say Kill Jadis. You were going to say Kill Jadis? I thought you just said Houston Raider Steve. Did I not let you finish? You didn't let me finish. Did I jump in? I have a habit of doing that. Okay, you go then. You, okay. you have the floor. I was going to say I like Kill Jadis, and I was going to say I like Mr. Rogers. Obviously, Mr. Rogers was really good. But I honestly liked all the commitment that Kill Jadis got with, with Mrs. Kill Jadis coming in and all that. So I think, honestly, I'm going to have to go with... It's Kill Jadis. Congratulations, Kill Jadis 907, our most northern Raider fan on winning this week's Sizzler Award. I am the Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here. From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Congratulations, Kill Jadis 907, on winning your Sizzler Award. Great job. Thank you, Vinny, for jumping in here and, uh, and your vote. And, of course, the chat room is so many folks are agreeing with you, Vinny, that, uh, that it was Kill Jadis was the best mm -hmm. there. And uh, so appreciate everybody jumping in here tonight. All right, let's um, – I think that's about all we got, man, for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 204 of Raiders Fan Radio. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, just said smash the like. Absolutely. Please, if you like this show, hit that like button. Hit the subscribe, as the kids say. And uh, you can win a Josh Jacobs jersey. I will send that to you. And uh, so definitely do that. And thank you for all your support of Raiders Fan Radio. Everything that you do to support us equals revenue. And all the revenue we get goes to the One Nation Foundation. Vinny, thank you for jumping in here tonight and being part of Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much for reading those emails. And why don't you shout out the chat and say uh, goodnight to everybody before you get out. Okay. Um... See, so I just read the chat. Yeah, we just tell you who's in there. Okay, Franklin eighty three, Aaron Q Dog Raider, Kill Jadis, Sugar Shane, uh, Corey Fleck, Lee B, um, the Big Easy, uh, Lalo Mal Lalo Maloso, Lalo Maloso. Sorry. Yes. Um, let's see who else. Ron Mater Raider. Uh, who else we got? Aaron Crocker. Um, Ty the Raider. I don't know if I said him already. 
Okay, appreciate that. Yeah, it's hard to scroll up, but we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for the donations tonight. Thank you to Kevin the Raider Nerd for his $14.99 title Raider with a couple of $199s. We appreciate you all so much. And once again, that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. Uh, thank you to, to Kevin on his call-in, his live call-in tonight. Thanks to the emailers. Thanks to the to the voicemails tonight. Great episode coming up next week. Don't miss us. We're going to have the Double Jeff in here. Also, uh, Raider Out of the Year 2014, Michelle Murphy will be in here. Thank you so much, Raider Nation. We love you guys. We'll see you next Wednesday. Go Raiders. Hit them with something, Vinny, on the way out. Uh, don't forget, it's okay to bribe us for Sizzlers. <laughs> well done. When you need to work quickly and confidently across different apps and platforms, consistent quality communication is key. Whether you're writing documents, emails, or presentations, you need Grammarly. It's an AI writing partner that helps you get your work done faster with better writing. It's always there to help because it works where you work across 500,000 apps and websites so you can get more done no matter where you're writing. Grammarly is the gold standard of responsible AI, trusted by millions of professionals for 15 years. It gives you personalized writing suggestions based on your audience, goals, and context, plus tone suggestions to help you navigate even the most difficult work conversations. 96% of users agree Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at grammarly.com podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Grammarly. Easier said, done. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.